0: Hey Wrestling Fanatics, welcome to the Queen's Takeover. Thank you for joining the Queens of Belly Up Wrestling as we take over the podcast world. It's your girl Kat, aka the Texas Sports Queen. We also have the Carolina Boss Lady, Kayla. Hello. And our resident Jester, Jolie. Sup. And today being Saturday, April 4th, let me be the first to say happy Wrestlemania weekend to everybody. And join us. Let's make the best of it. (laughs) At least we're getting something. I know, I know Jolie wanted to be in Tampa at this time. I was supposed
1: uh, to be meeting the new day today. Oh.
0: (laughs) I know, sweetie. I am so sorry. I am so very sorry and everything. Did you ever get your refund?
1: No refunds yet for me or my friend. I even haven't even. Re- I don't even know if I got the WrestleMania ticket refund yet. Oh, damn. Um, well, no, that was used on a credit card. That's my parents, and I already paid them back the cash for it. So it's oh. like we won't know until they get the um the statement. So oh, okay. And, and I only did that because she gets points from Ticketmaster. Like she gets <laughs> like. Well, no, 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 she's got that that Radican card. So. Yeah. Like, if you use it on certain sites, you get, like, a percentage cash back. So, it's like, well, here, you'll get paid the money that I owe you, plus you'll get 3% off of that. So, it's win-win for you. Of course. All right. So,
0: next weekend, we'll have our big WrestleMania recap because it's not one but two nights of fun. So, this episode is mainly going to be, like, a wild free-for-all with anything and everything being covered. With a wild weekend, we figured, let's bring in another party and kind of uh, shake things up a bit. So let me be the first to welcome our first guest on Queen's Takeover. You know him on Twitter as Mr. Mojito, but we know him as the Crazy Casey. What's up, bud?
2: Oh, not a whole bunch. How are you ladies doing?
0: Good, good. Mm -hmm. You you staying safe for all this?
2: Uh, Pretty much, you know. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, we all had to do this, so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you in here a little bit and everything like that. Uh, what what made you become the wrestling fan that you are today? Um, it was
2: 1996, and I was uh, at a friend's house, and he put on the '96 Royal Rumble, and it pretty much went from there. I so expect- I was I was one of them straight up hook people so I was uh I was off to the races after that.
0: <laughs> Always a good pay-per-view to, to get you roped in and everything.
2: Oh yeah. All
0: right. Yeah, definitely. All right. So This first topic is kind of, we we always hit on it like here and there and everything, but we're just going to address it full out and everything. We all have our superstars that we're big fans of and everything, and with us being fans, we always want to get their merchandise, but in the end, we also see that they don't have a lot of merchandise. So, Casey, let me throw you this one at first and everything. Who needs more merch?
2: Oh, gosh. Well, obviously, you know, I got to start with Dana Brooke after our last conversation. She has the one shirt I know, and uh, let's see, I could, I could say Bray Wyatt, but you know that guy's got it coming out of his ears anyways. So, <laughs> <laughs> plus, I mean, I'm a fan, so it's not that uh, uncommon. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that's a decent question actually, and I, I have to really go with Dana. She's only got the one shirt, and then I know we've got a few other people that have some quite uh quite you know strong ideas about uh who needs more march mm-hmm. and uh we'll leave those questions for some of our other panelists here right <laughs> Caleb. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: all righty
1: all right jolie who who do you think um Liv morgan definitely needs mm-hmm. more um Male side Ollie. Ollie needs more merch. Um and Ricochet because that red shirt just sucks ass. I'm sorry. He he, he has like a lot of like blues in his in his in his gear. So I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing like a a, a a like a um Nightwing type shirt for him because he is a big uh Batman fan. So I wouldn't mind seeing like say something like Nightwingish for Ricochet. Um definitely live. Ruby just got a new shirt. Um I'm I'm cool with Dana and you know the one woman out of the four horsewomen that actually has been crapped on the most when it comes to merchandise I know is, where you're Charlotte, going. is Charlotte there you go. even even though she just got a new shirt, but it's like I uh, I'm sorry, I that is Rick Flair's daughter and hell, I would love a shirt for Rick that says I'm Charlotte Flair's dad. Yeah, like, since
0: you just did has have a yeah, since you just tweeted that out and everything, it's like, um, that would be a perfect way to, that would be a perfect one to segue and everything.
1: And we All right, Kayla. We, we, we don't need to go to Kayla because we already know who she's going to say. She has said it <laughs> the past ten episodes, even though we haven't had ten episodes.
0: <laughs> oh, all's fair and love and podcast. All right, Kayla. Floor is yours.
3: I'm going to start with a female. Um, as far as female goes, I kind of do have to agree. Charlotte is kind of a little downsy on some of her merchandise a little bit. Um, also, I do have to agree with Jolie on Liv Morgan. Yes, she still has the Riot Squad shirt in there, but obviously Liv Morgan needs her own shirt. Um, but my biggest main concern about... No merchandise in the shop. If you Google this name, the only thing that pops up is their action figure. WWE, wake the hell up. Mojo Rawley needs a shirt in the shop. Okay? How how hard is that to get him a shirt? If you need ideas, uh, my Twitter handler is L-U-V-S loves to write 88. Message me there. Or you can email me at McCurry bellyupsports at gmail.com for ideas. But please, I'm not going to let it go. And Jolie Cat and probably KC probably wants to strangle me because I will not let it go until he gets a shirt. So just save them the – um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Just save just save the hassle and give him a shirt, please. <laughs> I mean, that's all I ask for
1: okay, because – he- but hold on, hold on. If they give him a shirt and it's tied to Gronk, would you still want it? You
3: know, oh. yeah, I would. Like, if they were to tag, like, let's just say Rob Rob decided to, I don't know, come to the WWE and they end up being tag teams. As long as he had a shirt, I could type in Mojo Raleigh on the shop and his shirt pops up. I would be happy. Like he had a shirt with hype bros. But when the hype Bros broke up, well, I didn't think about getting it. Guess what? That shirt went bye bye. Zach Ryder has like three or four shirts just himself, and then he's got one with Kurt Hawkins, and hey. then then he's got the one with the wrestling uh, with his podcast on with Kurt Hawkins. So it's like, okay, <laughs> I'm like, seriously, Mojo, really? We, we need you a shirt, buddy. So yes. So until they do, Crazy Every Carolina Boss Lady ain't you. giving up.
1: Every podcast we do is going to be an in-promotion for Mojo.
0: Yeah, because and it's my like... my articles, I'm... too. <laughs> yeah. It is true, ladies and gentlemen, because she does not include it in our articles and everything. Because it's like, I'm even looking at WWE shop, and he only has one action figure on on it. That's it. I told you. He has nothing. Not a... gotten Jeez. Oh, man. But it's like, okay, men's eye... Ali, for sure, and especially since it looks like uh, the repackaging's, like, in place already, especially after Friday night's Smackdown, because I know that's him. <laughs> yeah, and then um, on the women's side, whenever she does get back, I wouldn't mind Ember Moon having some more gear and everything, and I just looked this up, so let me see if y'all know this. Out of the four horsewomen,
1: Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha... Who do you think has more merch? Becky. Becky. Definitely Becky. And I know who created her last shirt too. The goat. That was done by uh Miss Kimber Lass. She's oh, yeah. all the pictures. So shout out to her for finally getting recognized by the WWE.
0: Yeah, y'all are right. It's Becky. It is Becky because it's like the other three have like about thirty something items. And I just looked it up. Becky has sixty. Wow.
1: Yeah, Becky. Yeah. But Becky actually, before that, it was actually Bailey that had the most, before, and then Sasha, and then Becky. And Charlotte's always been in last place, which is why I said, like, you know, she needs more merch. And I I feel bad for her because she does have a lot of fans that want merch. Like, I want that, uh, they really need to re-release the Pride shirts again, because I wanted to get the Rainbow Woo shirt, but that was already sold out of my size when I was like, you motherfuckers. Like, I got yeah. the uh, Put Your Hair Up and Square Up. I didn't get the, the man one because I'm not a real big fan of the man t-shirt. I just don't like that type of writing. I bought one. I'll wear it. But mm-hmm. my favorite shirt of Becky's is the um the one with all the gears. I, I still love her steampunk. And it's like mm-hmm. I kind of hope if she gets knocked down a peg or two, she kind of goes back to her roots because she has always been thanking the fans. She has always been doing it. Yeah fans it's like go back to your roots you loved wrestling you still love wrestling you just don't need to be as cocky anymore <laughs> and everybody's like you know oh i love i love cocky becky i really do but it's like th- yeah. you've also been seeing them like put like the last kicker and her steampunk even on that 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 truck it's like we've kind of I forgotten did. about that i and did like, see that yeah like, it's like they're kind of bringing that back it's like we kind of want that becky back and so it's like i mean i love any version of Becky as long as she's not a heel because heels aren't good with fans and she's the one person they really can't make a full on heel
0: not because it's like even after she turned on uh, Charlotte at SummerSlam and everything I can understand like the thing it was like trying to to swerve her towards heel and everything but the fans weren't taking it because it's like SummerSlam the night the first smackdown afterwards and just like a couple weeks after that and everything it's like she was still trying to go the heel route, but it's like the fans wouldn't let her. They were like happy to see her like stand up for herself, finally.
1: They were happy to see, also, at the time, Charlotte get knocked down a peg or two. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, there are certain people that I don't like when they're in a heel character. Charlotte is one of them. Now she's, not, now she's actually found that happy medium where she isn't really a heel, she isn't really a face, she's, and she's a tweener, just like Becky. She's found that happy medium. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, it's like, so like, you know, I love this version of her. She's cocky, but she's confident, just like Becky. Right. Um. So it's like, you know, but back then, she kind of had the heel persona, even though she was a face. Because she was, everybody saw her getting handed everything. Yeah. And they were just sick and tired of it because Becky literally earned her spot while Charlotte was out because of a surgery. Mm-hmm. Oh
0: man! But no, no matter what way you slice it, those four women worked their asses off. Already, yes, yes, they did. And it all goes back to NXT, their stomping ground. And let me kind of segue to that. All right, so the panel, so the layout is set for the big one, number one contenders match for the women's championship on NXT. This coming up Wednesday will be the ladder match that we've all been waiting for. And so the final set, we have Dakota Kai, Chelsea Green, Candace LeRae, Mia Yim, Io Shirai, and my – oh, and Tegan Knox. All right, so, Kayla, who is the number one contender?
3: I kind of bounced back and forth with this one a little bit. Um, Who I, I – I got two that I really – really would not mind winning it. Mm-hmm. Um, would be Io Shirai and Mia Yim. But since she's been having what's his name? Robert Rod, Robert Stone or whatever his name is. Um something just tells me I think Chelsea Green's gonna become the number one contender. I I don't know why, but I just have that feeling. And when I get that feeling, I go for it. So <laughs> in this point I'm going for my gut instinct. Um so <gasps> I think Chelsea Green's gonna win.
0: What? What? Can we can we send a drug test to Carolina?
3: I, I just I just don't know. I just. But part all of right, me really... my
1: turn. My turn. My turn.
0: <laughs> Go ahead, <laughs> Jolie.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Jolie. Oh, One thing: if Chelsea Green wins, um, I hope she gets called out for all the bullshit and fat shaming she's been doing on Twitter. And I really need Piper Niven to come down and whoop her ass. <laughs> um. Because she's actually become a very, she's blaming all of Twitter for being toxic when she's the one that said that, you know, her face when somebody says, I'm going to eat one more Cheeto. And then she goes and calls herself a Cheeto. So it's like, you know, stop. Number one, Chelsea Green does not deserve to be anywhere near the title right now. She sucks. Hands down, she is not, she is the last rung of those six women. Mm Mm-hmm. Candace's outfits wrestle better than her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so my pick for this um, is right. is straight up EO. Um and my dark horse is either Mia or Dakota because you know Actually wait, no, she might not be able to be there. Who? Gonzalez. Because that's six and you probably have two two or three refs outside. Yeah, so there's, there's a, re- she might not be able to actually be there. Um, mm-hmm. so, so yeah, my two dark horses are Mia and Dakota, but I have a feeling that Tegan and Candace are all going to team up with Mia, are going to team up beating the shit out of Dakota, leaving EO to whoop everybody else's ass. Io's <laughs> the one that deserves it the most, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I love everybody except for Chelsea, um, in that match. Um, but EO, I think if she's going to dethrone, if anybody's going to dethrone Rhea or Charlotte, for that matter, it's going to be EO Shirai. All
0: right. Casey?
2: I got to go with Mia. I really think she's got it. And that's just where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I enjoy a lot of her work. She's got a great attitude and just a good all around gimmick. So that's where I'd have to go with it.
0: All righty. Oh, let's see. My top choice is going to be EO. Um, I was, I, my my heart kind of broke when I didn't get a chance to see her at Worlds Collide. I mean, yeah, she really didn't have a storyline to kind of put her into the show and everything. But it's like I was hoping i to see her at Worlds Collide or the Rumble. And I was like heartbroken that I really didn't get to see her then. Um, so she's like my number one pick. If I have to pick kind of a dark horse and everything, um, it would definitely have to be Mia as well. Cause it's like, I love the attitude and everything. And it's just like, I definitely feel like her time's coming ev- eventually and everything. So we will definitely see how that plays out on Wednesday. Okay. So normally on Wednesdays and Jolie, you might as well take a break on this one. So normally on Wednesdays, if if any people are not watching NXT, they're watching AEW. So I figured let's go ahead and throw some AEW in on this. So, all right, Casey. out of, out of all the time that AEW's been on air and everything, who's standing out to you as far as like a uh, top person on the show and everything like that?
2: Well, if we're going by results, I mean, there's only really one name that's up there, and that's Jericho, but. For me, the guy I really enjoyed Luchasaurus, and uh, I enjoy seeing enjoyed Janella. That uh, that lights out match he had with John Moxley was just off the fucking charts. It was. I thought insane. that was Omega. That might have been. Okay. Either way, I know Janella was in that. He was in one of them lights out matches that they showed on AEW Dark, and it was.
0: Oh, okay. It was
2: rough. It was rough. <laughs> so.
0: Yeah, I know that lights-out match between Moxley and uh, Omega was insane. That was that was absolutely ridiculous and everything. Kayla, what are you thinking?
3: Well, I'm going to go a couple ways with this. Um, as far as I just want to say, AEW has really gotten it. Like, well, even though there's no crowd, they keep it going. They keep you entertained, um, which I'm happy for that. Um, I do have to jump to Jericho, his promos. Vanguard are just has me die laughing I'm like give up buddy he's not going to join the inner circle and if you're really not thinking straight that's really not Vanguard of AEW that's Matt Hardy messing with you mm-hmm. which also I am going to jump to Matt Hardy it is great to finally see him to bring out the broken Matt Hardy again Um. so with that being true regardless when it may be Um, I think in a matter of time, we're going to see brother Nero joining his brother again. And when that does, we're all going to, I'm going to, I'm going to quote Keith Lee here. We're all going to bask in his glory when that happens. So, um.
1: I will say this. Jeff has made no indication that he is leaving WWE. There are rumors that he's already signed a brand new contract with WWE. So, the he already has about eight months to a year added onto to his contract and he already said he still has a lot more to do in the WWE so people need to stop saying that he's jumping ship right away the only team that's jumping ship right away is the revival to AEW and I wish them all the luck in the world and I am done <laughs>
3: Yeah, I do. I do have to agree. She um I do know he's not done with WWE, but eventually I think he will I don't know, <laughs> get back with whatever with Matt. But yeah, that's what I'm gonna say.
0: <laughs> no, let's see. Yeah. Jericho with his promos to Vanguard have been ridiculous. It's almost like he's losing his mind a bit. Uh Moxley, of course, he's what he's like absolutely killing it and everything um on the women, it's like Britt's character is up there and everything it would if she she says that she's the standout of the women's division it'd be nice if she actually get back in the ring to prove it yeah and let me see who else um, that's really off the top. Yeah, and then, of course, it's like whenever everything's back to normal or semi-back to normal, I cannot wait to see the blood and guts finally. And it's like adding adding Matt to the mix and, uh, to take place of uh, Nick Jackson and everything. That was a, definitely a good move. But, um, yeah, who knows when that match is going to happen, but I cannot wait to see it when it does. Okay, so lately on WWE, um well on online and on Twitter and everything. You've always been we've been seeing lately a lot of um dream matchups and everything. Alright, so Jolie, I'm gonna go to let me go to you first on this one. Dream women's matchup.
1: Oh, that's easy. That's the four horsemen versus the four horsemen. Straight up. <laughs> Hands down. That is the dream matchup right there for that faction because that needs to be That needs to be done and buried. That needs to be over and done with because it's something that not only they want, and they've been pushing these seeds for years since Mm -hmm. 2015 to, you know, they're already saying Rhonda's coming back. So, you're going to have a perfect opportunity, especially right now. You're going to have all the girls healing up, doing what they got to do. We'll see what happens with with um, Bayasha on, on Sunday or Saturday or tonight. I don't know mm-hmm. You know what night they're on. The only match I know is tonight is Becky versus Shayna. That's the only match I know that's tonight. And I think Seth versus Kevin, I think, was said for tonight as well. So yeah. um, that would be that dream match. And for the men, oh, this is going to be a fun one. I want Keith Lee versus Brock Lesnar for the title. Ooh, especially after their matchup at the
0: Rumble. Yes. Confrontation at the Rumble, yeah.
1: Like that one, that right there, Like you could already see the match turning in their heads, even though they already knew what the outcome was going to be of that match itself. But it's like, you know, that's one, like, Colossus match I want to see happen. And then I would also like to see Keith Lee. uh, If we could bring anybody, like, Dream Match... When we're talking Dream Match, people that are alive, or are we including people that are have passed on? Um,
0: I would say preferably people who are alive, but who? what were you thinking?
1: Oh, I would love to have seen Keith Lee versus Andre the Giant. Oh, wow. Ooh, yes. Like, that's actually a match they can sim on two K twenty or two K nineteen. That would be an amazing match just because I have always loved Andre the Giant. Uh, his story is heartbreaking. You you mm-hmm. feel like knowing now what I know and knowing how much I loved him as a kid, especially from Princess Bride. <laughs> um Yeah, that's like, you know, that's one of the the, 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 the classic matches. And I would love to have a talk off between leo rush and roddy piper (laughs) (laughs) like like that would be just amazing because those two even when he was um the hype man for um bobby borley um aka bobby lashley (laughs) uh he he just has a way with words he's very good with his words and i think you know that's like one of those like when we got when he's when Stone Cold smacked him in the middle of the ring and he's like, <laughs> I kind of liked it. It's like you know, it's like <laughs> I, I I miss Roddy's another one that I miss a lot. So right, yeah, those those are my my two. And if I had to have a singles female match, it that's actually very easy. Okay. Um, for the women, I would love to see Steph McMahon versus Becky Lynch. Interesting, because, yeah, like, yeah,
0: that one's actually been brought up quite a few times and everything over the years, but they just never pull the trigger on that. All righty. All right, Casey. Yep. Uh, dream women's match. Dream women's match. Um,
2: Okay, well, for this one, I kind of went a little bit different. I do enjoy the four corners matches, or the four-way dances, whatever you want to call them, depending on if you're an ECW fan or not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but no, uh... For the dream women's match would be Lita versus Dana Brooke versus Kyrie Stane versus Rhea Ripley.
0: Ooh.
2: A little bit of everything in there.
0: Ooh. Interesting. Alright, not just single, okay, specialty, stipul so all right. That's a little bit that's a little out there, but it, that does make sense. That's definitely like a clash of styles and everything like that too.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, there's no one style in the match. You know, everybody, somebody's jumping off something, somebody's choking somebody out, somebody's, you know.
0: <laughs> definitely a lot of power, definitely a lot of aerials, especially with three of them.
2: No, yeah, Kira <clears you throat> <get> <throat> and Kyrie especially. You know, they were always all over the place, uh, coming off the turnbuckles and stuff.
0: Right. All righty,
3: Um, Before I jump into the dream matches, um, since Jolie brought up, um, Piper, back up, Rowdy, Rowdy, Piper. Can uh-huh. someone answer this question? Who was the last person to stand in the ring to him face to face before he died? Who was the last person to him face to face in the ring? Oh
1: shit! It? Uh... it wasn't Warrior, was it? Or oh, did he die before? Mm-mm. Oh, he was after the Ra- What? Was it Rousey? Uh, I
0: don't Honestly, y'all I... I yeah. Y'all give up? I have no... I have no clue.
3: Last person to actually stand in the ring face-to-face to him was former S.H.I.E.L.D. member Dean Ambrose, a.k.a. John Moxley. Hmm. Huh. Remember, it was, was. The, it was the segment. It was a segment that the shield tried to attack him, and Dean got right up into his face. Hmm. So I found that out. I actually f- found that out like three months, uh, not three months ago, like a couple years ago. And I always just found that interesting because he had always <laughs> say that um, he would always looked up the Piper, like one of his role models Aww. and stuff. So, um, okay, now back to far dream matches, uh-huh. women's. Well, I'm going with Jolie. UFC Horsewomen versus WWE Horsewomen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's been building up forever. And like she said, they're all going to be, you know, Ronda is off, you know, healing, preparing for whatever she's doing, baby making at this point, we don't know. (laughs) Um, But like she said, she is going to eventually return. Um, With everything going on with the coronavirus and stuff, everyone's going to be able to heal and get up. So we need that match. Um, another dream match of mine that I would love with women, it will never happen. I hope maybe a day it might, would be definitely be AJ Lee and Page versus the Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> and, um, the men's match now, this one would be really hard for me, but, um, it would be former Bullet member Cody Rhodes versus Finn Balor. Because okay, I,
0: look, I need an explanation. I, look, I
3: need an explanation on this one. Okay. No, go ahead. I, I, oh, I, I'm I, just go saying ahead. it would be very, very hard for me on that one. Um, but I honestly think it'd be like two of my faves going at it, it would be a good match, maybe you know, make it interesting. So those And then right. I would definitely also have to go far as Keith Lee and Brock Lesnar. Because Keith Lee would
1: kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you want Cody versus Finn, Bullet Club versus Bullet Club. Was he actually really a member of the Bullet Club, though? Yeah. I only thought that was um Matt and Nick, because they brought that with them from New Japan. Because Was he a part of it in New Japan? I never remembered him. He had the Elite Nightmare or All-American Nightmare, but I never saw it. It said Bullet Club on the shirt. I have it. Huh. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So, Casey, since they both brought up the men's, let me go back to you on everything. So your dream men's matchup.
2: All right. We're going with the four-way dance again. But Andre versus Steve Austin versus Bret Hart versus Rick Rude.
1: Woo. Old school. I like it. Very old school.
2: (laughs) Every one of those guys was legit. I mean, Andre, we all know, he was just, he was a monster of a man. Austin, we've seen him take the amount of weapons from just about everybody on the roster at one point or another. I point to WrestleMania 13 on that match, where Mm -hmm. he just passed out in the sharpshooter, bleeding everywhere. You know, Bret Hart, he speaks for himself. And Rick Rude, he was just one of those legit, legit guys where he was doing, you know, 50, 60 pound curls just to warm up every day, you know, and just his ability was great. He had a very, very tragic ending between ending his life and his career with that back injury. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was a huge fan of Rick Rude. He was something else.
0: That's crazy, but yeah, ooh, you definitely have an old soul
2: there, buddy. Hey, <laughs> I've seen every single WrestleMania. Uh, after I saw the '96 Rumble, uh-huh. I went to WrestleMania '6 and watched that on VHS about 500 times. Um, <laughs> went back to WrestleMania '4 after that to watch the the World Title Tournament. I mean, it was. Yeah, I watched a lot of old wrestling. And then when the network came along, it's like, oh, yes.
0: Like Christmas morning.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, okay. random taping or something from 1984.
1: <laughs> right. All right, quickly off topic. Um Something that I mentioned in our last podcast that would be an amazing match would be Kofi Kingston versus Jimmy Uso versus John Morrison. On the bump just now, the Miz is injured and will not compete, so it will be a triple threat, like I predicted. Ah, bingo! Well, I'm glad that they're keeping. He- I'm glad they're keeping the new day in it, and I'm glad that you know it's going to be those three guys because this is going to yeah. be a, a freaking parkour heaven for John. Woo! Yeah, and out of the two Usos and
0: everything, it's like Jimmy's the one that can definitely go at it the most and everything. But yeah, it's a good thing that they are keeping the new day because it made no sense with just like one Uso and Morrison and
1: everything that definitely didn't make a whole lot of sense and everything. But Well, but like, like we discussed last week and I I don't even think we actually brought it up, but we were saying that there was actually people that there's multiple different scripts and multiple different recordings out there. They were, fe- apparently they were feeding people that they knew were narks or, uh, you know, people that gave shit out, the wrong information. Meltzer, <laughs> fucking dumbass piece of shit. I heard about.
2: That... Started on Meltzer. <laughs> Do not get me started on fucking Dave Meltzer. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's just as bad as that fucking Brian Alvarez.
1: Oh, don't get me started on that cornroll head and looking motherfucker. It looks like
2: he's.
1: <laughs> white trash, backwoods, redneck rap video. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, so I'm making a I'm making I'm making a definite mental list of people not to mention. So we have Melter, we have Alvarez for Jolie. Brad it's uh, Brad Shepherd, Uh, for Jolie, it's uh, it's uh, Seth Rollins because <laughs> every, every time I mention Seth Casey, I get a uh, certain finger gesture. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I have oh no. yeah,
2: we forgot the entire AEW roster too. <laughs>
1: no, I actually have no no issue with AEW. I my only main issue with AEW, especially right now, is ev- that that basically the WWE is living rent free in their heads. Mm-hmm. You you've got Brody Lee acting like Vince McMahon. You guys want to yeah. say that you're the better company? You want to say you're the better performers? act like it don't do these childish bullshit games that WCW did what happened to WCW they're gone Oof. they they are in
2: they're oh. they absorbed
1: by the WWE along with ECW be your own company do better be better and if they start actually doing that i might actually give their product a chance and here's the thing i'm not the only one that feels this way <laughs> but no it's like every week like alvarez puts out the ratings for nxt and aew oh this was the worst week aew and nxt dude it's a pandemic i don't i have not watched wrestling that much since then i'll watch tonight and and i'll maybe put on raw but i actually have the news on because i want to know what's going on yeah i have msnbc on um Because I trust MSNBC. I don't trust CNN. I sure as hell don't trust Fox. Yeah. Um, It's like, so I watch a lot. I've been watching a lot of news. I put on NXT because I knew the Dijakovic match was going to be on. And that match did not disappoint.
2: That match literally
1: did not disappoint. And, like, all I kept seeing on on Twitter was, oh, my God, AEW this, AEW that. I'm like, did you guys even turn on NXT? Did you see the women's gauntlet match with Shotzi and how fucking amazing she did?
2: Oh, my God. Don't get me started on that girl. That girl is insane.
1: She tore it. That match has, she has now basically elevated herself, even though she didn't win. She has now elevated herself to be, next in line for a title shot who's, who's who, what women's division is there in AEW
0: there really yeah. isn't to be honest with you yeah but, we haven't but, seen much lately but.
1: but it's like it's the end all to be all AEW is this 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 and this okay we get it be better don't make WWE live rent free in your head bringing up the ratings and saying that's it we killed them boys WWE is living rent free in your head you're still letting it bug you Psychologists would have a field day with these people. I'll tell you. (laughs) After one day on Twitter, they're like I
0: quit.
3: But no, I do. I do have to agree with Jolie a little bit. AEW needs to step up the women's division because we really don't see that many. We we really do not see that many women's division matches. And in a way, it kind of irks me. But then again, they kind of do need to step up the women's division as well. So yeah, they kind of do slack that a little bit. I do give it that.
0: Right. Okay. Um Oh hell, I didn't even put my I didn't even put my dream in. We got we got so far off top we got so far off topic I didn't even put my dream matches in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is now
0: your turn. <laughs> oh, okay, let's see. Women's of course I want to see the four horsemen, four, four horse women thing. Um, I also want to see somewhere down the line. I definitely want to see Naomi and Bianca Belair hook up.
1: Ooh, tag team or match? Ooh, match, match, match.
0: One on one match for sure, and then maybe a tag team later on. But definitely a one on one match first. All right, but for the men, and y'all are gonna have to give me a minute because I'm gonna go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go a little bit on on a bumbling spree here and everything the one dream match that keeps popping in my head is the one that should have happened last year and it never did. Okay. So in the beginning of the year, Mustafa Ali was set up for a major push, got himself a spot in the elimination chamber, got injured. That spot went to Kofi and in turn Kofi media. I have said it on Twitter. I have said it in an article and everything that after, um, Kofi got the title and everything. And after Mustafa Ali was cleared to complete the story, to round it out and everything, there should have been a one-on-one title match with Kofi and Mustafa Ali. And because it's like being a writer and everything, you always want a storyline to be completed. That's like if, if, if there was a category for 2019 for stories that were not completed, this would definitely be one of them. Now, that even though he doesn't have the title anymore and everything, I would still love to see that match. But I I mean, I even said on Twitter that I would love to see the match. And Kofi even responded that he
1: wanted to have the match too. I still got that. I still got a photocopy of that tree. Okay, so let me bring so. something up to you. Let me bring something up to you. Now that we're all, all right. speculating that this hacker is Ali mm-hmm. and he needs the truth to be told, do you think that there's a way that they could actually... That now, seeing considering that he could say, you know, Kofi stole my spot, and that's the truth. This truth needs to be heard. We need to see who the better competitor is. It's possible.
0: You, I mean, I can, de- I can definitely see that playing out and everything because it's like, yeah, even though even though he doesn't have a title anymore and everything, his stock has definitely got elevated even more as um, as such and everything. So there definitely needs. That definitely needs to come to a head to finish
1: out. Oh no, because I totally agree. I want that match too. I I think that those two would put on an absolute uh high flying clinic. Um so yeah, I'm I'm all for that match. But actually I did have another dream match and I just thought about it because Casey brought her up. Lita versus Becky. Ooh, wild Child versus Wild Child.
2: Battle of the Red that's probably how they throw that match too. The battle of the redheads. <laughs>
1: probably. <laughs> well she's not red anymore. She's actually she's um, Amy went back to her normal color.
2: Yeah. I I do remember that seeing her at a Hall of Fame last year. Which uh, oh don't even get me started on not having Hall of Fame this year. Or okay. till later. It's, it's
0: delayed. It's delayed. It's delayed.
2: Still though, like that's my that's my time to mark the fuck out every year and sit there and like be half almost in tears listening to these damn, you know, <laughs> listening to the speeches. It's that's what like that's when I get super involved right there is Hall of Fame man. and oh, yeah, kind of-
1: you know, Hall of, kind of Fame being most likely postponed until SummerSlam. I think right now was the best thing, but I know how you feel because I felt for uh, Davey Boy Smith's family, man.
2: Uh, she, yeah, yeah, she Georgia posted, was already, and I saw the picture that she posted the other day having a glass of champagne for her dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, so... uh, and it seems like we're gonna, I, I doubt we'll ever get Owen, but we have almost a whole heart foundation now, you know?
1: Well, Owen also is on the wife, and I think she said no. Oh, yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. Martha, yeah. very, very bitter still. And, Rightfully so, you know, that was her husband, right. but you know, it just, that part's kind of sad. Man. I'm, I'm wondering if we'll ever get Brian Pillman though, into the hall of fame.
1: Pillman would be good. And I also think woman needs to go into the hall of fame, but that might be bitter as well.
2: Oh yeah. That, especially after they showed that, uh, those episodes of dark side of the ring the other day from vice, if you haven't watched them, they're pretty good, but they are shocking. And, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, anything with the name Benoit attached to it will ever show up in the Hall of Fame.
0: Right. Man. But it's like with Hall of Fame, possibly getting like, getting postponed to possibly SummerSlam and everything gives me more motivation to actually get up there. Because one thing that kind of broke my heart as far as, like, not going to WrestleMania and everything is because I Batista is up there on my all-time favorite. And it would it would be the world to actually see him get, with his speech and everything for Hall of Fame. So if if it's if, if it's at Summerslam if it's gonna be Summerslam and everything, and I can get up there, that would be fantastic. And I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna tell my husband, I'm sorry, baby, we gotta go, we gotta go, we
1: gotta go. <laughs> I'll 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 jog in there if I have to. <laughs>
3: I'll
1: visit your family for you. Stay home. Bye. <laughs> yeah.
0: If he doesn't want to go to the Hall of Fame, like, yeah. He can go visit, he can go uh stay with the clan
1: for the night and everything like that. Well, like oh. we already have our hotel for uh SummerSlam, we weren't actually going to attend the event. Um, but depending on ev- like everything, like you know, when we get these these stimulus checks, if they give us something to help us bounce back, like that extra 600 bucks, apparently the government's supposed to give us with our unemployment. I don't know if that's true or not. Right. I I have, that's why I watch, I I wait for the smart people to come on and explain this to me stupidly (laughs) because they'll like, they'll actually break everything down and I can understand it, but they don't come on until later at night when everybody else is not on. So it's like, I'm waiting for them to explain everything. It's like, they did say, if you have filed your tax returns in the last two years and get direct deposit, you should start, people should start seeing the money around the weekend, a week of April 13th. The checks, though, I feel sorry for those motherfuckers because they said that could take up to five months. Yep. But, um, yes, we already had our hotel, and I've already decided that even if I do go, I will wear an N95 mask. And uh, before people jump on our comments or say anything, my dad has had these for years. He uses it to mow the lawn. Mm. These are his masks, and... I will wear one out if I go out. I spray it down with Lysol when I come home, so I reuse the same one. I mean, yeah. So it's like I've already decided that I'm wearing gloves. I'm wearing a mask. If if because if everything isn't settled down, like I've already, it's, it's going to be so weird when I go back to work because we hug. we we're, my my managers. Like they they we shake hands. We hug. And when I go back to the stadium, that's going to be so surreal to me because it's like everybody that I had in my in my section, There, a lot of them are season ticket holders. Every yeah. game last year, I would get a hug from every single one of the ones that knew me from that section. So it's like I would get like maybe 10 to 20 hugs a game and like all the high five. It's like, you know, this, this is just some crazy ass shit. I'll wear rubber gloves to work out there and I'll probably in the cold wear the face mask. But I'll actually buy one of those f- ones that, like, you know, come up and have, like, a skull on it. Just to look cool. Um, <laughs> Get your shield on. Yeah. I won't, like, hey! you know... People are like, oh, you hate Seth Rollins. No. I don't... I never hated him until I met him. And he yeah. treated me like... Because... And I don't know if he was having a bad day. But it doesn't matter. Like, Like I said before, if you pay... I think he was a hundred bucks. Somebody pays 50 to a hundred bucks for your autograph or a picture. Be fucking nice. I'll tell you this right now. Cody Rhodes, you know, the people I hate. No, no, I love Cody. And I have said this multiple times. I love Cody. When I met him, sweetest man I've ever met. Brandy is absolutely a gem even though she sometimes comes off heelish on Twitter, but I think that's her playing a character. Mm-hmm. She honestly is... They are two of the most humble, nicest, sweetest people you will ever meet. And, you know... Again, it's like, you know... He was having a bad day, and he was still nice to me. Yeah. It's like... They're, they're, they, People just... <laughs> if there's one thing we can learn through all this, is just be nice. Damn straight. Uh, lesson of the day, people, and stay <laughs> home. Stay
0: home for sure. All right. So, all right. So, last thing I was like thinking about is okay. So, let's say everything's said and done. This whole thing's over. We're getting back to normal, um, somewhat. And WWE's finally going to be able to like get the horses rolling again with all like all the storylines and everything like that. Casey, who yeah. deserves a
2: push? Either Shotzi Blackheart or Dana Brooke. I'd love to see Shotzi get a you know get up to the main card for the women's division. You know, uh,
0: big Dana Brooke fan, aren't you?
2: Well. Dana's been so underappreciated since she got to there, since she got there, you know, there was two or three really notable occasions that I can think of. And I couldn't even give you an exact date on her making it to something outside of an opening match or a popcorn match. Mm -hmm. And plus, she just, she's got the it factor. I mean, she's gorgeous. She's got, you know, a great look, great physique, and she just athletic as all hell, you know. I mean, you see that little flip she does coming down the ramp every time. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay. You know, let's God stick her on top you. of a ladder and see what happens.
1: God damn you, coronavirus, for taking away her WrestleMania moment.
2: I <sighs> know. Oh, <no>,
1: no. <sighs> like, I, I felt really bad for her when they, when they first announced it and they said that she's not going to be there. And she says, sorry, I'm, I'm self-isolating. And I was like, yeah, it breaks your heart. It honestly does because this was her moment. I mean, honestly, my favorite time watching her wrestle, like, I loved her little feuds with Becky when she was Charlotte's assistant. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. All right, so, Jolie, who do you have? Who deserves the push? Ali for the men. Mm Mm-hmm. And Liv Morgan and Shati Blackheart. All righty. Oh, let's see. Yeah, it's like...
0: Yeah, Mustafa Ali for the men for sure for me. Um, I definitely would like to see Ricochet and Cedric Alexander be a tag team, form a good tag team and everything, go for titles after that. And uh, let me see for the women when she does reco- when she does recover and gets her butt back and everything, it's like Amber Moon. She really she's been underappreciated. Uh, because it's like i mean she had a little bit of a thing going then it died down it's like she got a title match with bayley but it's like kind of like last minute all of a sudden really didn't have a lot of a whole lot of hype around it and then she ends up getting she ends up tearing her Achilles running after the 24/7 title so it's like it was like heartbreaking for for her to go out like that way and everything like that and she ends up missing the rumble in her home state that was like one thing that also pissed me off and everything because I didn't get a chance to see her either. But look, she's a uh, fan. I'm trying to ignore that part because it's like, yeah, she's from the Dallas area, so I'm trying. She's from Dallas and everything. I I I try to ignore that part. But other than that,
1: other than that, she's she's cool as hell. <laughs> I would agree with Ember if she understood what it, KFAB meant on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> with her whole feuding with Becky and Becky, you know, going after Alexa as Alexa's character. And then, but Ember's like, that's her BFF. Ember, it's called storyline. Learn it. <laughs> I lo- Don't get me wrong. I love Ember Moon. I love the fact that she had Lizzie Hale sing her out at TakeOver. Oh, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lizzie Hale is a local for me. She's from Red Lion, PA. I know the guitarist, Joe Hottinger. I went to school with him from Hailstorm. Ooh. On that note, Kayla. <laughs> um,
3: As far as people that need a push, Hornswoggle. I'm just kidding. Uh, what
2: woman? Push him off a ladder.
1: <laughs> He's done that too, onto El Torito.
3: But no, um, Ricochet, Cedric Alexander, and Ali. And the women definitely live more. And thing going on with Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville is finally breaking them up. So hopefully Sonya Deville can get her push that she needs. So Amen to
0: that. that. I agree with that. Amen to that. Alright, so... We kind of took a break from this last week, but, yeah, I didn't want to take a break from this two weeks in a row. It's time for the Justice Chair. We're throwing somebody in. We're throwing somebody in the hot seat. And who better than our guest?
2: <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I ain't scared. Uh,
0: yeah, right. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, basically, it's one minute. Just kind of uh, pick, yeah, just kind of uh between the two which 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 would you rather prefer and everything or, or like favorite or which one I, really, I, the right. I
2: remember it from last week so
0: all right and this first one you you two ladies are gonna love this this the first one i'm going to mention is which would you rather prefer and everything so but they'll they'll know what i'm talking about once i hit once i say it and everything all right all right you ready good all right which would you rather prefer, a WrestleMania in Philly or a WrestleMania in Charlotte? Charlotte. All right. Elimination Chamber or Hell in a Cell?
2: Hell in a Cell.
0: Extreme Rules or TLC?
2: Uh, TLC.
0: Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble?
2: Money in the Bank.
0: HBK or Triple H?
2: HBK, of course.
0: Raw or SmackDown?
2: Uh, SmackDown.
0: Tamina or Nia Jax? Uh Naya. <laughs> Usos or New Day? Usos. Natalia or Beth Phoenix?
2: Oh, Beth Phoenix, of course.
0: Edge or Christian? Edge. Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy? Jeff. Mandy or Sonya? Mandy. Oscar or Kyrie?
2: Oh, uh, Oscar. <laughs> that D- was rough.
0: DX or NWO?
2: Oh, DX, of course.
0: Sasha or Bailey? Bailey. And time. Oh, wow. That was pretty good. One, two,
2: three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Not bad for
0: a first not time. Bad, not bad. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and I, yeah, I had to I had to throw that in about WrestleMania to see which way you prefer because of course we got Carolina and Philly over here.
2: Really? <laughs> it's all right. I'm a Flyers fan. Nice. That's <laughs> sweet well, Bullies, come on, baby. You know how it goes. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. All
0: right. So th- Thank you so much for. That's all we have time today. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Queen's Takeover. Uh, Tune in next time as The Takeover continues. Y'all have a good one.